views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, this is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. If you want to find out more about us, go to Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show. Go to Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show. But please, please, please go ahead and go actually to the website, thedrpatshow.com or transformationtalkradio.com. Thank you all for all of your emails that you've been sending us. It's been really, really cool. We do get back to you. Um, and you're all asking the same question. When is, when is the transformationnetwork.com going to move from beta to live? Well, as you can see, if you've been following it, we have been working on it. And every day there's something new and different. We're very, very excited uh, about what's happening. All the people that are working with us to take this message out into the world. Um, doing this 11 years now, I, I have no idea of, of where that time has gone. But I will tell you, there have been things along the way that have helped me transform my life. You know, in 2004, you all have heard me talk about the fact uh, that I was, uh, <laughs> like many of you, I was hit with what they called a mystery disease. And uh, here I was and, and, and didn't really know much about what to say about it, about what to do about it, about whether or not there was going to be anything that would work for me. The bottom line in my life was that all of the things that I thought I would be doing, the job that I thought I would be taking and having, and it just wasn't meant to be. So I had this beautiful thing called Positive Talk Radio. And if you go back... 11, 12 years, there were not very many stations doing it. There weren't very, very many people talking positively on radio. Um, as a matter of fact, if you go back in time to the origins of KKNW, at least, you'll find that they were one of the first out there in the world to be bringing a conscious conversation to the planet. Very fortunate to have uh, been directed towards them at the time that I was. And so, uh, you know, for me, radio was the thing that I could do because for me, I had to show up, be creative, and listen really well. But along the way, I got to do some amazing things. You know, early on, I got to work with all of the people 
at Hay House. And this was before Hay House Radio. I got to go to the live events. I got to interview folks. And I got to actually chat with Louise Hay. And the reason that that's important for me to mention is because when you think about Louise Hay and you think about who she is, what she has done, how she has really transformed the landscape of healing, then what I want to share with all of you is that that particular introduction, all of the books I got to read, things that she said, her messages, how to heal oneself, transform my life. And, you know, for the most part, I really attribute those early days and how to step in to a life that is about loving oneself and how that leads to great health was a blessing and a gift from the universe that I will never forget. So today's show is super, super important. Today, in fact, uh, with uh, celebrating Louise Hay, and we'll talk about that in a minute, it's, it's an honor and a blessing for me. I want all of you to know that I am going to be speaking with two people that have written an incredible book. Actually, three people wrote the book, but two people are here today on the show. Loving Yourself to Great Health, Thoughts and Food, The Ultimate Diet, but it goes beyond that. So today I want you to meet Aliyah Kadro and Heather Dane. These folks, along with Louise Hay, have put together the Juicy of Juicies in a book that not only introduces you to how you can transform your life, how you can change your body, but how to do it in a way that every single one of us can learn. Because back years ago, decades ago, when Louise Hay was transforming people's lives just by her story, you know, teaching all of us how to move beyond the limited beliefs and to create the dreams beyond the dreams to live it. You know, I get to say I'm here today because I got to not only learn uh, from Louise Hay, but I got to meet her. I got to talk with her. And as a matter of fact, I, th- I think they've put a picture of her and I up on our website. All of the authors at Hay House, we have been interviewing them for 11 years. Uh, we have been able to take this journey of transformation and sharing, paying it forward to all of you. So today, now Louise, teaming up uh, with these fabulous natural health and nutrition experts, Aaliyah and Heather, are now ready to reveal some of the secrets to happiness, longevity, nutrition-rich life. And unlike any book that you guys have had in your hands, it goes beyond the fads. I am so glad we're getting back to the basics of what my grandma used to know and talk about. But beyond all of that, back to what really matters in the world we live in that is filled with toxicity and beyond. Heather is a writer, researcher, certified professional coach, uh, and beyond. And we're going to hear from her. If you think that uh, she may not know enough about chronic health, well, she does. She specializes in it. Uh, Addictions, eating disorders, whatever it is, being out of balance, that's what she does. Aaliyah is the founder and owner of Solstice, a center for optimal living. I love that. And rehabilitation, yoga, Pilates, whatever that is, meditation, nutrition. She is all about it. 
You're going to hear what the stories are from both of these women. And uh, congratulations to Louise Hay. Happy birthday. And here we go. Aaliyah, Heather, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Thank you. I bet you didn't know about my own little mystery disease there and and how much Louise Hay actually means to me and so many people. We didn't know that, and it's so great to hear it's made such a positive impact on your life. We're actually thrilled to be here on her 88th birthday, so thank you for choosing this day. Well, actually, we're honored. Linda was so, so happy. Uh, Linda's been working with Lindsay and the folks at Hay House for for just an amazingly long time. Here's what I'd like to start off and ask both of you before, you know, we kind of chime into the details of the book. I want to ask each of you this question. Given everything you've done, and I've only shared with the listeners a brief bio (laughs) because I want to hear it from you. What are some of the obstacles? What are some of the challenges that each of you have had to overcome and move beyond to bring you to this very moment. And let's start out with Heather. Well, that's a great question. Uh, for me, actually, as long as I can remember, I was, have not been able to digest food very well. And I mm. knew this as a child. I remember going to my mother and saying, Something, it just seems like nothing's moving in my body. Everything seems to be stuck. And we would go to the doctor, and the doctors didn't know what to do. And they would send me home with fiber pills and say, okay, go ahead, you know. And none of that really worked. And over the years, I developed more and more difficult digestive symptoms, and I ended up um, having wild cravings that really kind of scared me. I had sort of an uncontrollable appetite. And uh, the pain got so bad that by the time I got into um, college, I developed bulimia. And I knew at the time that it had nothing to do with weight. I knew at the time that it had everything to do with just feeling like I had no way for, I, I had no way to relieve the pain. And no matter how many specialists I went to, nobody could really help. And many of them said, this is an incurable disease. There's nothing that you can do about this. You're going to struggle for the rest of your life. Mm. And from that point on, I started, I started researching. I looked at every way that could uh, help heal an eating disorder. I had developed depression, so I was looking for ways to heal depression as well. And, you know, the, the drugs that were suggested, it seemed to be one of the only solutions. I was not attracted to that, and I really I noticed that when you looked at the research behind it, the drugs weren't curing anybody. So I sort of turned away from that, and I started looking at at a number of other things. I looked at talk therapy. I tried it. Mm -hmm. That didn't really work for me. And eventually, over the years, I came across diet as an option. And I thought, wait a minute, how could it be this simple? I've tried everything. I've looked into everything. I've researched everything. And so I decided I was going to change my diet. And I really started at the time really listening to my body and saying, I see all this stuff about diet out there. It's so confusing. What, what is going to work for me? And I sat down and I made a meal that I thought would really work for my body. And from that first meal that I created, the pain went away. Mm. And I, it was like everything lifted. Everything that, that I had been struggling with lifted. And I realized that something as simple as one meal could actually change everything. And that got me on a whole process of, of really learning and understanding nutrition and how it could heal the body and mind. Wow. 
you know, this is so exciting to be able to talk. That's why I love to ask this question, because it really opens up the door to really get into the authenticity of, of what the experience of life has shown you and then what you did about it. Thank you so much uh, for that. Uh, Aliyah, how about you? Yeah, I agree with you. It's such a, such a deep and profound question. Uh, I was a competitive gymnast when I was a child, and mm. I started having injuries, just unexplainable injuries. I ended up having four knee reconstructions, so my dream of being a gymnast obviously dissolved. But I was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy. And here I was a child who was being able to fly and to do incredible tricks and, and dramatic things with my body to then being told that I would have trouble walking by the time I was 25 and that I would really struggle having a pregnancy and my life would require many, many surgeries. And I really went in deep inside of myself in that moment and I was 12 years old and I remember making a choice. And checking in with myself and saying, that is absolutely not what my life is going to be about. And I'm so grateful that I had that wisdom to draw mm-hmm. upon and that I had the support from my family to, um, I told them I never wanted to see that doctor again, so we never went. And I realized in that moment that that diagnosis would be part of my path. And, and I loved your question, you know, how have those challenges in your life brought you here? And even your inspiring story of, you know, sometimes those limitations really take you on your spiritual path, and they did for me, because the limitations that I had in my body really caused me to, to seek and to ask questions and to study and to learn. Where I thought my life would go completely left, yeah. my spirit really took me to the right. Yeah. And I studied about the body, and I learned how to balance my own sensitive nervous system to be able to deal with many of the symptoms that I was having the issues, the, um, the pain, and, and to deal with the idea that my own body had created this yeah, and was my own body that was failing me, so which is so much of what I see in my practice with autoimmune issues or, and Louise's work so beautifully responds to, you know, how our minds, how we are responsible for our healing in our body. So... I'm so grateful now for my illness and how it's brought me to where I am today to be able to um, have compassion with people that are struggling and have legitimate pain and have enough experience in the medical world of having worked in a hospital for six years to be able to bridge that gap a little bit, to be able to speak to doctors and coach people, to be able to get doctors working with them on their side and, and, and whatnot. So I, like you, I'm so grateful that, you know, it brought you to radio and it brought me to healing. So um, thank you. Well, you know, I love this. That's why I asked that question. As a matter of fact, you know, um, the the reason that I said to you before we actually came on air is uh, that I I always get questions from the folks that send us the books. But then I read the book and then I and then I really lean in intuitively into what the conversation today should be. Happy birthday to Louise. But Mm -hmm. in deep gratitude. Thank you to Louise Hay for being able to, at least for me and the three of us sitting here, and I know all of our listeners, right, um, opening our eyes to another way. You know, one of the things that I want to talk about before we jump into the book is the fact that when we say the word chronic illness, right, 
you know, we have to think about how we can change our perspective, as you brilliantly point out in the book. But there is now staggering information about what this has come to mean for people. And then I don't know if you both know this, but I did a show not too long ago on chronic illness. And one of the things that I talked about is my own journey. You know, when I was at a place where most people would say I was at my worst, um, most of, you know, my savings went to, uh, you know, natural medicine as opposed to conventional. Uh, my relationship ended. And he- here's what we're discovering. You know, there's such a profoundly, uh, uh, you know, ripple effect for people with chronic illness that, you know, we know 50% of all Americans today are going to experience divorce, according to the statistics. Um, of all Americans at least have a chronic illness and 75% of those folks with chronic illness end up in divorce. So there's something that is a call to action that must be taken that goes beyond the beyond. Haven't you both found and what you've put together in this, in this book and your research and your work with Louise, that there is a deep profound ripple effect that if people don't get the right information or get the tools they need, it's hard to turn that around, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, there there was a article that just came out in Science Daily, and it came out of UCLA. And the it, the research study, a small study, was done where they looked at how to reverse Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and the memory loss associated. And they 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 created what they call a systems therapeutic program, a systems approach. And the system included changing your diet, eliminating gluten reducing stress, meditating, exercising. And, you know, so it had these sort of nine steps of things that they did that were all very lifestyle and habit related. And they found that this worked for people and helped reverse the memory loss. And they also made the comment in the study that this is so difficult for people to do. And it struck me that we have become a nation that is so programmed to take a pill to make it all go away, that we feel that it's a struggle to do loving acts to ourselves every day. And for me, that's the heartbreaking part, is that we have disconnected so much from what what we can do for ourselves to keep ourselves healthy and strong. And it's not because we're doing, we're, you know, we're doing something wrong. It's because we just don't know. We don't realize that this is, that thinking positive thoughts and taking loving action to ourselves every day is actually the path to staying healthy, and it's also the path to loving our lives. Mm -hmm. So it's wonderful to me that this study has come out because it's an indication that more and more people in the medical field are starting to realize the importance of daily acts of self-kindness. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it interesting, you know, that, you know, here we are talking. For those of you out there, the book is called Loving Yourself to great health, thoughts and food, the ultimate diet, absolutely thoughts and food to the ultimate diet. You know, for, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk with you both about is the book and the evolution of the book, you know, and so here's my question for each of you. First of all, you know, what was the motivation to put this book together? But here's the real question. How has writing this book transformed each of you even further into your soul's purpose who would like to go first <laughs> I, I would <laughs> this is alia um, hi alia 
Hi. I, I want to comment on what Heather was saying, which is so true that people are relying on a pill and also technology and that major disconnect. And, mm. Pat, you said it so eloquently in the beginning of that the book is really about getting back to basics and how hard that is for people. Um, is sad, but also um, profound. So the, the, the birthing of the book was Heather and Louise and I um, have such an amazing, beautiful relationship together. We laugh hysterically together. We have days in the kitchen. <laughs> and I was about nine months pregnant when we decided that the world really needed this information mm-hmm. because it is how each of us live our lives. It's, it's really what, where we overlap and where we share and where we love each other and support each other to love ourselves. So, and then, and looking at this new baby coming into our lives and how this information is so needed in the world and this beautiful 88-year-old woman that we love, you know, to span um, the population in that way. And this information is back to basics. It's for the children. It's for anyone at any age. And how has it changed me? Um, the, we would gather over, you know, tea or bone broth and have conversations. Mm. Have conversations about, you know, the questions that, that Louise would be asked. And, and often we've heard people tell her that affirmations don't work for people. And, right. and then Louise would so beautifully ask them what they had for breakfast. <laughs> and then people would look quizzically at her like, well, what does that have anything to do with it? So we we all realize that food and how you treat yourself is the foundation for affirmations to work. If you're walking around saying, I'm amazing, I'm beautiful, I'm going to attract a really hot, sexy partner, but you're feeding yourself crappy food, you're resonating one vibration in your body and you're speaking another. And the power of Louise's life and our experience of knowing her as we do is that she has really blended that and really works on all of the levels in her life to reflect and to resonate and to vibrate what her affirmations are. And that's such a privilege to share life with her. Um, and, and the writing of the book has really, you know, been a, a call to action and definitely um, shown light into any of the areas where I can do that better. So I remember when I first started working with Louise, and I had been on a, you know, a very intense spiritual practice for many years, and I might say something like, oh, I can't wait to see that, or I'm dying to see that, and she'd say, yes, you can. You're not dying for that. You can wait to see that. She would catch me, and I, I loved that. I loved that she um, would call me out on those ways and, and so lovingly. I love and that, too. And I've learned from her, yeah, I've learned from her her, her skill of elegant systems. She knows how to really craft her life in a way that supports her. And that's really what I got from the process of the book, which is taking, for me, I'm much more in the energetics and the healing and listening to people's bodies and being able to listen story deep inside someone and then to be able to put it into a book, to be able to put it into chapters. And and then Louise would so beautifully ask them what they had for breakfast. I mean, isn't this super, super incredible that we get to reflect upon our lives and go beyond all of that and looking at what we can do? Um, 
how about you, uh, Heather? Well, you know, it's interesting. I met the I met Louise eight years ago at a nutrition seminar where we were getting certified in uh, um, healing nutrition, and it was interesting because it was at a an event where there were a lot of celebrities, and I was working with the woman who was teaching the seminar, and all these celebrities are walking in, and none of us cared about the celebrities. What we cared about was that Louise Hay walked through the door, right? And we were all in the bed. We had no idea she was coming. And we're all in the back room jumping up and down about Louise. Hey, we had we really didn't care about anybody else. <laughs> and it was it was fabulous. And what what I noticed about her right from the beginning is how much she knows about nutrition. She is she has studied with some of the best people in the industry. She has been passionate about it for decades. And while everyone has listened to her amazing and incredible teaching and healed in so many ways through learning how to think better thoughts and love themselves more, she's had this underlying current of recognizing that nutrition is an incredible part of people's lives. And so I knew this about her as we got to know each other. What I didn't know about her until I started traveling with her is how much she loves food. Mm. She's comfortable around food. She, if we're traveling and she's at a restaurant, she'll pick the, the best thing on the menu but not stress about it. She's very um, open about knowing that the world is a safe place and that if the overall, ten, uh, the overall sort of feeling of your life is that you're going you're gonna to focus on loving thoughts and really healthy, delicious food, that you can also play when playing is appropriate. So if we're out to a restaurant and she and there's only certain things on the menu, she's really easy about that. She's not rigid about diet and health, but it is so ingrained in her that that is what she does on a regular basis. So I see this person who's walking through life easy about food and that you know she when we sit down to a meal and I look over at her, she's enjoying that meal with every cell of her body. You can see ah. it on her face. You know, she sometimes she'll um, sort of physically bounce in her seat when something is delicious, especially if we're eating like a really healthy home cooked meal that we've prepared together. And she'll sit down and you've seen this, Alia, you know, she has that smile on her face and this little bounce and she's loving every moment of that meal. And I've read that in many cultures, the people we sit down with for a meal are just as important as blood family. And I've I felt that in getting to know Louise and sort of watching how she approaches life, and then she introduced me to Alia and sort of the experience that we've had together when we create healthy foods and think healthy thoughts and reinforce for each other healthy ways of being, that it feels like a family to me. And that it, it um, I think that this is part of, for me, what, what the book what writing the book really did was reinforce this family that we've created. And, uh, and to know that when we sit down to a meal, eating a meal together can be healing. And I think that we have lost a lot of that connection because families don't necessarily eat together anymore. We right. don't sit down together and spend time over a meal and actually sit and savor it the way Louise does. She tastes her food, she loves her food, and she's enjoying that sensory experience of a meal. And for me, you know, when I look back at when I started to heal through nutrition, I, I had to learn how to be a part of that sensory experience again. 
because I, I was working 12 hours a day in an executive role at a company, all stressed out most of the time and shoveling food down whenever I could. I took all three meals to work with me. Even, <laughs> even in my healing, I took this, I found the best looking lunch bag I could, you know, more than 15 years ago uh, and filled it up with breakfast, lunch, and dinner and went to work. And it, there was not that, that sitting down until I realized that this was part of the healing process, to sit down and have a sensory experience and enjoy the food that I'm eating, feel it in my body, recognize what my body needed, and, and to experience what that, that message felt like, because food is an affirmation. And Louise has known that for decades. Mm-hmm. But what we put in our brains through thoughts is an affirmation. What we put in our bodies is an affirmation. And so this, here she is having this incredibly sensory experience, and I developed a greater love for mealtime and for the idea of sitting down with, with a family, whether it's a, fam, a biological family or a family of choice, right. and engaging in this deep healing experience that could also be incredibly delicious. So this is what I want to do. I love, I could just sit here. You, you both have me like mesmerized. I think our listeners are mesmerized as well. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Alia Cadro, Heather Dane, uh, Louise Hay, happy birthday. The book is Loving Yourself to Great Health, Thoughts and Food, The Ultimate Diet. We've got copies of the book to give away when we come back. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, you know, by the way, I'm even going to share my favorite recipe from the book. Uh, It's just like, okay, it was a hard time for me to actually pick my favorite recipe from the book. But this is a book that isn't simply something you're going to read and not want to take action. It's a book about action. As a matter of fact, it is a call to action from, you know, my perspective. We're going to talk about what could get in the way of listening to your body or to life. And then we're going to share some fun, fun, fun discoveries that both Alia and uh, Heather share throughout the book and Louise Hay. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, yep, we're going to get right to it. We're going to skip the last break in the show because there's way too much to talk about, and we've got copies to give away. Thanks for uh, tuning us in right here at the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. night comes falling in your eyes and you bring your love on me I feel your heart get sophisticated with david and philip zarza david and philip touch on topics such as human potential spirituality pop culture and purposeful living experience an insightful reading from david on what the universe has in store for you or reconnect with a departed loved one philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with go to get sophisticated.com that's s-o-p-h-i-s-t-i-g-a-y-t-e-d.com or call 206-420-8660 wondering how to make more confident strategy for retirement do you know that there are potentially more than 12 things to consider when planning for or approaching retirement then stop wondering and attend the retirement seminar hosted by jeff pacman financial advisor with pacman brown and associates a financial advisory practice of ameriprise financial services incorporated in bellevue washington call 425-372-4813 or a formal invitation to the next seminar on november 5th from 6 30 to 8 p.m light hors d'oeuvres and beverages will be provided this is an informational event there is no cost or obligation ameriprise financial services incorporated member finra and sipc 
If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you are ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. There's nothing more for me. Let it be when it's all right. Feeling is so good, and when it's all right, now my heart is understood, and when it's all right, there's nothing I can do. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Mr. Benny, do we have a birthday song we can play? We certainly do. Let's go ahead and kick that one up. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. I hope you got that, Louise. Thank you, Benny. How fun was that? That was great. She's going to love it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, The book is called, for those of you just tuning in or if you're just popping in or whatever you're doing, Loving Yourself. And I I cannot say that enough. Loving Yourself to Great Health. Absolutely. Thoughts and Food, The Ultimate Diet. Um, Alia Kadro, Heather Dane, Louise Hay, authors of this fabulous, fabulous book. Um, For those of you out there, I am ready, Mr. Benny, to give away our first copy. We'd love to give first caller, give a copy of the book away right now, 1-800-930-2819, I want to ask you you guys an interesting question. Um, There is so much information in the book, and I pointed out something to you during the break. I said, oh, my gosh, I didn't understand. I didn't know that fennel contributed to, you know, taking care of acid reflux, heartburn or whatever. I didn't know that. And then I shared with you an interesting story that I've been buying up all the fennel in the store. Here's my question for each of you. There are a lot of things we're going to talk about now about the book. 
what did you discover perhaps in researching for the book that was kind of like a little surprise for you that maybe there was something you didn't know? I, I don't know if you had any situation like that, but did you kind of stumble upon something and say, just like I did in reading it, really? What is it about my grandmother giving us, you know, aniseed and, and, uh, and, and, and like we like to say, anise and fennel? What was it about my grandma that knew to do that? What did you guys discover, each of you? Did you, do you have anything where you said, oh, man, I had an idea, but I didn't really know that? Well, I have actually overall uh, something that came up when we were researching the book and for me, it had to do with our, our our sort of stepping away from real food. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that as early as the Industrial Re- Revolution, they started with the food shenanigans. They started stretching food and putting non-food items in. They would sweep the store floor and put, add it to cocoa. They would Whoa. take ash and add it to tea. As late as 1969, there was an Italian company that got indicted for putting umbrella handles, plastic, plastic into Parmesan cheese. And, but this has been going on since the Industrial Revolution. And it's been going on because as people stopped growing their own food, so the power was in our hands at one time. We grew food. We ate the food that came from nature. And at some point, everybody started moving into the cities to work on machines, and, and that was sort of a forgotten and a lost habit because out of necessity, people were getting jobs, and it became difficult to feed people. And so that long ago, we were already starting to see non-food items entering their way into food. And in, what, what startled me as I was researching this is that in, in World War One, there was a Forty-one percent of people were not even fit for duty, and they knew back then in the UK that there was something wrong with the nutrition. They knew then, but there was nothing that they felt that they could do because they were in this situation where, you know, we have we don't have enough people producing food for the amount of people that are working in machines and cities and jobs now. And so this idea that you know all of these years later. So many of us, for convenience and, and for a variety of other reasons, are eating processed foods that we're not even connecting to nature as much anymore, and we're not experiencing the healing nutrients that nature provides. And so you talk about fennel, and, and we don't know these things. You know, we don't know that fennel and, and cumin and all of these other spices, cinnamon, are, are healing. And they, they've, they've lost, we've lost them out of our recipes. We've lost sea salt. Yeah. Out of our diet, we've lost it. People put these teeny amounts of salt in recipes because they're so afraid that salt is going to create heart disease. And sea salt is one of the best ways we can get minerals into our body. And so, so to, to see that this has been going on for so long uh, helped me understand how easy it's been to then start creating lab, science lab food with chemicals in it. And we just do it. We just eat it because we don't know. We don't realize what it's doing to our bodies. So I love that, uh, Pat, that you were able to see that there are these, these incredible foods that nature provides that can do so many healing things for our bodies. And isn't it fun to discover that, to realize yeah. that nature has given us all of this incredible healing bounty? 
Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I'm, I'm struck by sort of, you know, early on in my, in my healing journey, you know, how I read about Louise, how I read about, of course, you know, um, uh, the fact that she was introduced to uh, religious science and what that meant to her, but also the fact that, you know, she invited all of us to intuitively pay attention to, to our bodies. Now the scientific, you know, evidence has shown up. I was really struck by a couple of the things you shared in the book. Um, I think there was a section where you say no-nos. I love that. <laughs> I love that. There's the no-nos and then there's the yes-yes. And, and you share some research. And that's why I, I really love this book. Because you can say to folks, uh, you know, a hundred times, right? You know what? Don't eat that sugar. Uh-oh. Don't do that corn fructose thing. But you share, you know, now some of the research, you know, one of the things I was really struck by, I went back, had to read it again, that, you know, rats fed a high sugar diet show a decrease, a decreased memory learning and ability to process emotions. And when I read that, I thought to myself, how, how many, how many ounces of drinks do we put in our body that are loaded with sugar? How much food, you know, I mean, you know, does the list go on and on? You know, what else have you all discovered? Al, you want to tell about yeah. excitotoxins? Oh, oh yeah. I, the, in terms of the no-nos and the yes-yeses, that's a perfect example of how Louise can take something and put it in such a, a simple message. I think that's mm-hmm. one of her profound gifts in the world. Um, yeah, I have my, recently my nephew came to stay with me and, Obviously, we don't have sugar in, in our home, and my two-year-old baby has never even had sugar. And my nephew got here, and he had this very odd smell in his body. And I recognized it from my, you know, my work with organs that his liver was really struggling to process the toxin. So he was 10 years old, and I didn't want to make him self-conscious, so I didn't bring it up. I just you know, made available what was the food in our fridge. And he started eating it and was complaining for maybe a day or two. And then he started to relax. And I could actually see his nervous system calming. He was more pleasant to be around. He was more relaxed. He was more playful. And then he revealed that at school they um, wanted to send him to a psychologist for a possible ADHD diagnosis and put him on meds. And that he really didn't want to be on those meds. It terrified him. And that he was realizing and recognizing how he was feeling different at our house. And he really related it to the food because it was the only factor that was different. Mm-hmm. So that was just so beautiful to watch. And then we went to the zoo and my dad was with us. My dad on the East Coast is, is um, a super sugar addict. And I was brought up really a, a sugar addict. So I have yeah. lots of experience in my own body, as I know many of the listeners do. So at the zoo, I I literally went to the bathroom for maybe two minutes. And when I came back, my nephew now had this this soda. And, of course, they're not just a little soda. It's like the 32-ounce jumbo soda that he was drinking. And I just thought, oh, no. And I watched him like he was wound like a top. And then he just zipped through the zoo and ran forward and back and ran circles around all of us. And I just whispered in his ear, how do you feel? And he got it in that moment. He recognized that the sugar and the chemicals were how they were affecting him. He had that moment of, of witnessing himself. And 
it really made a huge shift in him. So he's now gone home to the East Coast and really asked his mom to call me for ideas on recipes and how he can eat well so that he'll function better in school. And that has made a huge difference in his life. He is getting better grades. He's feeling better. And then he had, um, it was it was near Halloween, he went last year and ate a bunch of candy. And, and what he calls it, he went on a bender. He went into this emotional, depressed, chaotic state. And, and that's just so beautiful for someone at that age to be able to recognize it and claim for himself um, that choice. I thought it was so beautiful. Oh, what a great story. Uh, you know, for, for the folks listening today, I just want to say the book, Loving Yourself to Great Health, Thoughts and Food, uh, The Ultimate Diet, Louise Hay. Uh, and as I said before, happy birthday, Louise. Uh, Alia Kadro, Heather Dane joining me here today. And what I want to say is, you know, um, there's so much in the book. I mean, I love the book. Uh, it, let me just give you a little t- a tidbit here. Uh, I take magnesium. Everybody on the planet's like, why are you taking magnesium? And I'm like, okay, I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, but then I went to the to the book. And I looked at what you wrote about magnesium. Now I have to tell you, I had no idea. I had no idea. You guys call it the master uh, key mineral. Uh, Before we jump into that uh, and the conversation I'd like to have with you about autoimmune disease, I want to say is I'm ready to give out another copy of the book. You you guys are going to love this book. If you're not able to get a copy from us here that we're giving away, please put it on your list of books to buy. Uh, it is Loving Yourself to Great Health, Thoughts and Food, The Ultimate Diet, 1-800-930-2819. First caller, love to give it to you. Um, now, I, I do want to talk about autoimmune. I mean, because I, I know we only have a few minutes left here uh, on the show, but I would be really remiss if I didn't bring it up. It is in epidemic stages. Um, There are so many uh, diseases that are being categorized under this bucket. If you don't know what it is, it gets dropped in there. Um, And I also did mention magnesium and also what you talk about for for, uh, the the benefits of it. I I just have to hear from each of you about your take on autoimmune conditions because both of you work with people that have autoimmune it's, it's almost impossible right now to, to not find somebody that doesn't have an autoimmune condition you know what i'm trying to say here yes absolutely mm. and what I is think, happening i think you know ollie and i have probably through our practices noticed a lot of the same things and you know as i was working with clients i noticed that there were a lot of lifestyle things that were happening that sort of it's almost like we have an autoimmune lifestyle we, you know, having ha- having had an eating disorder, which is often considered autoimmune in, in a lot of the research and, and also depression, um, you know, there were no answers. And and so I think that for most of the, the, the heartbreaking part of autoimmune is that when you go into the doctor, they don't have answers. And half the time they think that you it's all in your head. The other half the time they think that your brain is broken in some way and that, you, you know, we, we all need go, need to go get therapy. And I think that what's, what's really happening is this idea that, you know, we, we, with Bruce Lipton's work, The Biology of Belief, yeah. we had one of our first examples of seeing that our cells are listening, that our cells are listening to, the, to our thoughts, and our cells are listening to our food. 
you know, magnesium and other minerals actually speak to the cells, and there are people who talk about the emotions being very connected to magnesium and minerals in the body because they're like the spark plugs that run the body. And when your mineral status is low, you can't deal with stress as well. When your mineral status is where it's supposed to be, it's really easy to bounce back. So, you know, we, we, um, we, we get into these, we have a nutrition that's maybe affected our brain. You know, the gut affects the brain, the bacteria in the gut, the amount of minerals that we have in our body affects how we think. And so the autoimmune lifestyle oftentimes includes thoughts that are negative. And when you're in pain, look, I was in pain for half of my life. Yeah, so me too. I know how hard it is to have affirmations when you're in pain. I know how hard it is to have healthy thoughts when you're in pain. It's the pain is sort of taking all your energy. And I think that when you, when you get the right nutrients in your body, it's almost like it's not so hard anymore. Mm-hmm. Because you start to give your body, your, your gut, what it needs, and it, it informs your brain. The bacteria speaks to your brain 24-7. You start to get brain chemicals going up to give you better moods. And it starts to become much easier, which is why, Louise, with this intuitive understanding, what did you have for breakfast, was really brilliant. Because she knows that if you have a foundation where your gut can speak to your brain with a positive message, you've got happy bacteria sending happy signals to your brain, it's much easier to be happy and to have affirmations than if your gut is a mess and you've got more bad bacteria sending bad signals up to your brain. So I think that, you know, this idea that with autoimmune, if if we're thinking negative thoughts and we're constantly in pain and we're not getting the nutrition that we need to keep us strong, our cells are listening to that. It's like we're mind and body are constantly informing one another. And so it's, you know, technically autoimmune is about the body no, no longer recognizing itself and kicking off um, reactions to things that should be actually okay in the body. And I think that, the, that as we start to take more loving acts of, with nutrition and with lifestyle, we can start to inform ourselves differently. And I've seen that with every client that I've had who has this so-called incurable illness that, you know, most of the time they'll say, you know, what really changed me was the diet. What really changed me was the nutrition. If there was anything I could, I wouldn't give up at this point after experiencing this, it's the diet. The supplements help, and they especially help you get over a hump while you're healing. They help deal with pain. They help deal with emotional issues, things like that. But the diet is the foundation, and And most of my clients have expressed a a real surprise about that and a real value in um, in how what they're feeding themselves. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I I thank you so much for sharing that because it really is sort of like a giant light bulb goes on in your body around this, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I want to stress that we're not. It's not. Sometimes people feel like, you know, oh, I've done something wrong. And I no. never think it, that people have done something wrong. We've done what we've been taught to do. We've right. done what, what the world has put out in front of us and provided to us. And, you know, life is always offering us an opportunity to shift. Yeah. And it, so pain to me, pain or autoimmune, is an opportunity to step back and say, mm-hmm. where can I love myself a little bit better today? Because that, when you, when you start to heal even just a tiny bit, I mean, it took me a long time to heal my gut after 16 years of having bulimia. It took me a long time to sort of rehabilitate every area of my gut. 
But the thing is that each little tiny step I took was was incredible. Was each tiny step was a miracle. And when you start to experience that little miracle and that next little miracle and that next little miracle, life becomes magical and meaningful. Oh, thank you so much. Wow, can you believe we've got about three minutes left? Oh, my gosh. I, we should have scheduled you guys for two hours. <laughs> the book is phenomenal. I absolutely love it. I love it. Uh, Alia, do you want to jump in here? I just want to add that you know, and I love everything. I completely agree with what Heather said. And in my practice, I also see so many um, autoimmune issues. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's so true. It is hard to think positive thoughts when your body is in pain. And pain and, and discomfort in the body really just disconnects us even farther. And then people get in the, in the cycle of doctor's appointments and this and that, and it gets them further and farther away from themselves and tuning out their own inner guidance. And I, I just completely want to echo the idea that our symptoms are an opportunity to, to love ourselves. And in my own path of healing, my symptoms, the more that I listen to my symptoms with love and I listen to my symptoms like I would my best friend, the more that they got quiet, the more that they felt heard, the more that my body uh, was able to relax and go in the direction of healing. Once it felt heard, healing begins. And it is all about coming back to loving yourself again. It's an opportunity. So symptoms are an opportunity to to bring it back home. Wow. I want to thank you both. Uh, And I, I would love to have you come back. And I would love to be able to do an entire show with you both on the book, nutrition, some of the recipes and what you share. I hope you will come back. Um, it is a fabulous, fabulous gift that you are giving to so many people. I have one last question for each of you. Your personal message, and please let us know how we can find out more about each of you and how we can get a copy of the book. What would you like to leave us with here today? I, I would, you know, I would love to leave everyone with a message that was very profound for me a year ago when Louise Hay did her Hay Rides. Um, one of the things she did, she got up on stage, and, and one of the David Kessler, one of the authors who was there, said, "When when everyone else during the AIDS scare, when everyone else stepped back, yeah, Louise, Louise Hay stepped forward, right." And w- Louise got up on stage and she said, "You know, we didn't know what to do, so we focused on loving ourselves. We focused on love." And I just want to leave everyone with, you know, if you don't know what to do, if you're if you're feeling scared, overwhelmed, not sure where to begin, if you just Start with love, just little loving acts. Louise even says, kiss your hand, you know, little loving acts, that that could be the best and most profound place to start. Wow, thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> Alia, you and want I'll to chime in? That as, yeah, as you, I, I completely agree that, that the message on my heart mm. is to listen and to love and that as you do that, start to look for the green light. You know, look for the green lights in your life of your body just basking in the gratitude of that sweetness. And, and that unfoldment is, is such a beautiful journey. I love you both. Thank you so much. Please give my best to Louise and thank her so much for helping so many people. Thank you both for a fabulous show. Thank you for joining us here today. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for thank letting you, us Dr. celebrate Hunt. her birthday. Oh, it is an honor. Wow. For those of you out there, and can you please let folks know how they can get a copy of your book and uh, how they can find out more about each of you? 
They can, um, people can order our book at Amazon.com or HayHouse.com. Uh, you can order copies of our book and really any of it. There, it's, it hit the shelves officially yesterday, so most people can get it online. And also, I can be reached at HeatherDane.com and Alia. I can be reached at AliaCadro.com, A-H-L-E-A-K-H-A-D-R-O.com. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. We'll see you next time. Get sophisticated with David and Philip Zarza. David and Philip touch on topics such as human potential, spirituality, pop culture, and purposeful living. Experience an insightful reading from David on what the universe has in store for you. Or reconnect with a departed loved one. Philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with. Go to GetSophisticated.com. That's S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com. Or call 206-420-8660. Wonder? how to make more confident strategy for retirement? Do you know that there are potentially more than 12 things to consider when planning for or approaching retirement? Then stop wondering and attend the retirement seminar hosted by Jeff Packman, financial advisor with Packman Brown and Associates, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated in Bellevue, Washington. Call 425-372-4813 for a formal invitation to the next seminar on November 5th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Light hors d'oeuvres and beverages will be provided. This is an informational event. There is no cost or obligation. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com. Or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to transformationtalkradio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community.
Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. 